I know what you're thinking. You thought that we were gone. You thought that we would never return. But guess what? We have an exclusive interview with Darwin Thompson and Aggies. We are back! What's up, Aggies? We are back. It's only me today, Jackson. Cole is out. He um, borrowed his dad's sailboat and is just kind of finding himself somewhere in the Caribbean right now. So we uh, we wish him a safe return and hope that he he really understands the meaning of life once he gets back. But um, in other news, we have not made a recording for quite some time. I apologize for that. We decided that we are going to leave basketball up to Paige um, from uh, Sports Page Out Loud. So if you want to go and listen to to great coverage about March Madness and about the whole um, Aggie basketball season, go and visit her. She's on the same channel as us. We are going to focus on football. Now, the developing stories with football this offseason, one has been Dax Raymond, who went to the NFL Combine, and he did not do too bad. He didn't do fantastic, but he didn't do too bad. So hopefully he gets picked. We also got Darwin Thompson. And Darwin Thompson did not uh, get invited to the NFL Combine, but he is looking forward to the pro day that will be held at Utah State pretty soon here. And um, we actually got an exclusive interview with him. That's what this whole episode is going to be about, an interview with Darwin Thompson. And we do have a little bit of exclusive footage of him doing some training with uh, Mike Daniels from the Green Bay Packers. Um, And so we'll listen to what Mike has to say about Darwin Thompson and his footwork. Sir, that running back broke my ankle so bad. He broke my ankles, you know what that means? So in basketball, when a guy crosses yeah. a guy over, they say, oh, you broke your ankles because you, right, my ankles are still in the field, so I might need to get an ankle replacement. I saw that. Yeah. I mean, that don't happen often, I, you know, but, you know, next series, I got to make sure I go recover my ankles. Well, we appreciated that. We really did. Um, yes, he does break ankles. And so you got to look out for that cat. Now, we are going to um, jump straight to his interview. This was recorded a couple of weeks ago. Um, we uh, hope you enjoy. You're doing great, and we're glad to hear that. Um, and I, I kind of just want to know, how was your time here at Utah State overall? My time at Utah State was wonderful. I really thank Coach Wells and Coach Dave for the opportunity that they gave me. Uh, they came and got a kid out of Oklahoma and gave him an opportunity. And I took full advantage of it. And I'm forever thankful. That's pretty awesome. Um, I'm, we we know your story, um, but for those that might not know exactly your story, can you walk us through kind of what led you to Utah State? So, uh, really, I started out in uh, Okmulgee, Oklahoma. It's really rough. Uh, nothing much there. It's not a lot there. Uh, more trouble than anything else. My pops take me up and down the street to play football, finding ways, just better opportunities for us. We we'll drive 30 minutes every day for me to play little league football. Now, mind you, this is little league. I'm driving 30 minutes doing homework in the back of the car just so I can play football 30 minutes away. 
and he, we end up moving to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Better, much more of a better opportunity for me and my brother and sister. So, uh, how, sorry, how old were you when you moved to uh, Tulsa? I was probably, let me think, I was going into middle school. Okay. So I was around 12. Uh, my sixth grade year, I didn't even play football. I was running around getting in trouble, and Pops took football away from me. <laughs> they grounded yeah. you by taking football away? Yeah, take football away. At that point, I didn't even know if I wanted to play football, seriously. I, I was always serious about football, but as I matured, I kind of got away from it. Just as everybody else started to get away. It was just the people I was hanging around with. wasn't really, football wasn't the conversation. Um, so what, middle school. sorry, what, what changed that for you then? Really, once I got into high school, my dad sent me to the best high school in Oklahoma. Jinx, Oklahoma, best high school. I mean, if you know anything about Oklahoma football, Jinx, I won every championship there when I was my four years in high school. That's insane. Uh, so did you? Did, sorry, did, did you play running back in high school then as well? Oh yeah, I played running back in corner. In corner. Special team. I mean, I was really an athlete, but I was one of them hard-headed kids that just wanted to play running back. I wasn't thinking, oh, I could be an athlete at that point in time. I just wanted to play running back. I wanted to be the next Adrian Peterson of Loma Barry Sanders. <laughs> so I was focused on running back. But just going to that high school, my work ethic and my determination to win and be successful in life with football shot out the roof. Uh, I thank Coach Jordan Johnson out there in Jinx, Oklahoma, for teaching me work ethic and just the ways to go about it. That was my strength coach. He was at a number of Power 5 programs. So I was always ahead of the game in the weight room because of him. And I thank him for that. I was average in the classroom in high school. I ended up taking a JUCO route. Talk about a blessing in disguise. That was the, the best thing that could have ever happened for me. Uh, it gave me time to mature mentally and physically. But D1 and on fourth after D1 football. But junior college was the best struggle I could have ever went through. It taught me a lot of things. My communication skills, leadership skills, all that took a step uh, in JUCO. So, Once I got to Utah Sorry, Darn, if, if you don't mind me asking, I was just kind of curious as to what, what then changed for you. Um, because obviously, I mean, JUCO isn't isn't the dream coming out of high school and stuff like that, but you, you obviously stuck with it, and like you said, you learned a lot. So what kind of changed, and, and when did you kind of feel like you had something special going for you? I'll tell you what. Being in high school, just a top-notch high school, and seeing all these kids getting offers, power five offers, and just offers in general, and then seeing everybody across the country. I mean, I grew up watching the – all-American game every year after Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas with my pops. And I say, one day I want to play in that. And then at the end of my senior year, I missed my whole entire junior season. Basically, that's when concussion stuff started first coming out. I get my first concussion ever. My dad freaking out and hold me after the whole season. So my senior season after not signing to Power 5 school, it was a humbling experience. I think I thought I was on top of my game when I was in high school. As a sophomore, I was getting all these letters and stuff, coaches talking to me, whatnot. 
And I'm thinking I'm just on top of the world. I mean, telling you, taking it was like, sit your butt back. That's what God was saying <laughs> to me. Sit back and let me let me show you how much you need me. So once I went to JUCO, I was by myself. There was no point the finger at nobody else. That's what a lot of times kids do in high school. That's what I did in high school. I pointed my finger at everybody else. My coaches won't do this. My coaches won't do that. They ain't claiming me enough. I'm not the. I was that kind of kid, and I grew once I went to JUCO, realizing that if I would have did a lot more pointing the thumb at myself and, and putting the game on me, I would have been a hell of a player. So, so, so Darwin, there are um, there are a lot of players that are probably in the in the same position that you were. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna move on from from the past in just a second and ask some stuff about you know what's going on right now. But first. What would you say to those players that are coming out of coming out of high school, maybe in in your same situation due to injury or whatever? Their friends are getting picked D one. They end up going to to JUCO. What are what is some advice that you would give them? It's simple. Everything goes as planned. Everything doesn't go as planned, but praying works for that. It's God's plan. I mean, you can't you you can only do so much, but at the end of the day. What God has planned for you is destined just for you. No man, woman, anything can't change what God has planned for you. Say, but it, it, it takes a mature mind to realize that. Darwin, um, you're you're freak you're freaking motivating me, man. I'm about to run yeah. through a wall in the studio over here. Yeah, we're we're both gonna <laughs> we're actually gonna try out for the team next year. <laughs> uh, because of this because of this chat right now. Yeah, go on there and do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, um, so thanks for sharing all that stuff with us. Uh, that honestly does mean a ton. And Utah State, as you, as you very well know, the football team this year had an had an amazing season. Um, what were what were kind of your thoughts and just feelings going throughout this season, um, knowing you had a special season going on, but then also being a part of the brotherhood and and getting all the wins you guys did. Just some thoughts maybe you had on this last season. I tell you like this. The standard was perfection, and Coach Wells demanded that every day. Coach Wells and coaching staff demanded that every day. It was a trickle effect. When someone wants to be perfect, he's gonna make sure everybody around him wants to be the same thing. You don't you don't hang around losers or crybabies. He makes sure that people that want to be perfect, he gonna push them and demand them to be perfect. I say I, I miss them guys. I truly do. It was it was a but it, it was a, a great bond we had just having all those wins, winning back-to-back. Just imagine how fun that was on the field. Like, I mean, I tell people now, we played half of the season. We beat everybody by the first half, and we sitting out half the games. But i tell you, man, I, I, I just noticed USU basketball. I really salute them boys, too. They showing out. I can only imagine how it is on the court. 20 wins? Yeah. Man, they going crazy. I'll tell you what, though, if this is on the radio, USU fans go support that basketball team. Please. Thanks, Darwin. That Feel means it. that means everything. I'm sure the basketball team is excited to hear that as well. Oh yeah. Um, so we just got a, a couple other questions for you. Alright, cool. Um, and this kinda has to do now with uh kind of where you're at right now. Um yeah. 
So, so first of all, like, what was it like having to leave? Um, you obviously had a big decision to make of whether to stay and finish your senior year or to, um, well, basically, you know, enter the draft, which you chose to do. So walk us through that decision. So, I mean, if anybody knows me very well, I analyze everything, and I, I think so deep about my next move. Uh, I made it this far on just my thought process alone. I mean, I've, I've got this far by myself. So, I mean, really, it was God's plan for me to leave uh, with Coach Wells and the entire coaching staff leaving. They kind of played a part in it. Uh, but Coach Anderson is a great coach. I talked to him a lot uh, just up before the decision I made. And I, talk to, I still talk to my teammates back at Utah State, and they ain't got nothing but good things to say about the new coaching staff. And I wish them boys luck. But really, I, the only word, I'm really speechless because the only word I have for you is it was God's plan. Like, that's just what was on my heart at the time and moment. I mean, I, I would have been in college for five years. And and it's a, it's a pretty big risk, isn't it? Because you, um, you now uh, can't can't play the next year if if whatever happens, right? This is kind of like all in, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's all in. And that's how much I believe in myself. I mean, I, I've taken this gamble once in my lifetime before. When I was my red shirt uh, freshman year of junior college, I could have went and played at uh, a group of five program, but I decided I wanted to come back to push to get that power five offer. It didn't end up happening. I chose Utah State, which was a great decision of my lifetime. I made this decision before in my life, and I truly, I live by this and I stand by this. God repeats history in our life for us to face at a more mature state in our life. I've already been through this one time. It might not have been the same situation, but it, it was nearly the same. So, so Darwin, I mean, obviously you're Sounds like your heart, your mind, and your soul are all uh, are all right and all aligned in, in this decision. Um, just some fun, interesting things for us. Um, we want to know how the body's doing. Um, we have heard some rumors that you are basically the Incredible Hulk when it comes to the uh, weight room, and we're just kind of wondering what are like your what's your squat, your vert, things like that. Really. I don't know what my squat is to be honest with you I know it's over 750 pounds I just I surprise myself every day in a way that's a back squat I truly don't yeah that's back squat I truly don't know how strong I am and it's just it's crazy it's mind blowing really yeah I I surprise (laughs) myself every day yeah if you're surprising yourself imagine how we're feeling over here how do you even buy pants Really, I wear sweatpants. If you ever see me around at school at Utah State, all I wore is sweatpants. I don't have no jeans. I, I barely wear shorts. I wear sweatpants every day. <laughs> <laughs> or else you'll just rip through them, right? I saw I saw yeah. a video on Twitter just barely. Um, you were doing a bench press, and it looked like you had about five forty-fives on each side. Is that uh, what was that? Uh, let me think. I have four hundred and fifty pounds on here. Did you see that video? I didn't see that video. Oh my gosh, it was insane. So, so Darwin, I, I quick question for you. Um, are you going to be attending this year's NFL Combine? 
I was not. That was, it was hurt. It hurt me the first couple of days. But then I just realized it's God's plan. I I already had to prove my work, prove myself. Really, they say I'm a combine snub. I think I've received more exposure now, not receiving the combine invite, than if I would have received it. Yeah, so, I agree. I actually agree on that. So, so what's the plan then? Um, if if you weren't invited to the NFL Combine, what's the plan then from here on out? Uh, I'm training up until our pro day at Utah State, which is March 28th. And I'm at wowing numbers at my pro day. I mean, they just gave me more time to shine, really. That's why I truly believe this guy's plan. I have more time to shine. I got five more weeks to show up at my pro day and put together wowing numbers. Well, Darwin, I think um, I think wow is the right word. I definitely think you're going to be putting up some wow numbers um, at Utah State's Pro Day. Um, honestly, thank you, thank you for taking the time to talk to us uh, so far, Darwin. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, I just have one more question, and then Cole might have one. Um, so I was wondering, looking at the teams um, and looking at the the different running back situations right now in the league, and and of course. You're going to go wherever, you know. But where do you think you would be a best fit? Um, the Cowboys, the Eagles, uh, the Bears, the Vikings, the Lions. I mean, there's a couple of teams I could really see myself shining at. Just pure fact of their playbook and previous players they've had that plays in similar similar role that I do. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I guess we'll just wrap up with this question. Um, but speaking of previous players, um, I don't know if, if you're familiar with, you know, Kerwin Williams or Robert Turbin. Um, these are past NFL or uh, USU running backs that are now in the NFL. Have you been able to reach out to anybody currently in the NFL for some advice or has it mostly been from uh, Utah State and uh, coaching staff that way? Oh no, I got a, a couple of homeboys that play in the league. Devontae Booker. Real oh, really? Good. Actually, I signed to his agent. We have the same agent. Kerwin, um, Robert. Who else I talk to? Stephen Parker plays for the Rams. Um, Victor Great. I mean, I my decision, I really talked to a lot of NFL guys that either played in the NFL or out of the NFL now. But I, I keep in touch with Robert Turbin and Kerwin right now. I mean, I think I talked to Kerwin last week because I'm actually in Arizona, so he helped me find my way around here and stuff. But Robert and Kerwin, they, they make me feel like they've been my big brothers. I, I talk to them a lot. Um, That's awesome. Thank you. Darwin, thanks so much for the time. Um, we, we really appreciate it. You're an inspiration. We wish you the best of luck, you and Dax. We really hope you guys find a good place. And, I mean, if you got picked by the Patriots, that would be the only thing that would make me cheer for the Patriots. So uh, <laughs> that's how much that's how much you mean to us. But, yeah, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Um, and good luck with the rest of your training. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, Aggie Nation loves you, Darwin. So go out there and kill it. We're excited for you to come back yes, for Pro sir. Day. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for listening. That was Darwin Thompson. You can follow him on Twitter at D-Train, D 
train with an extra N5. You can follow him, see what's going on with Pro Day, see what's going on with the rest of his career. Cross your fingers. We hope that he gets drafted. We hope he doesn't go to the Patriots. But even if he does, we'll cheer for him, right? Because we're good sports. Anyway, that's the Aggie Sports Show. Thank you so much for listening. And please stay tuned over the summer and especially into the fall as we get back into it. Thanks. Go Aggies. Ice water turn Atlantic. Night calling in a phantom. Told them hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, flat the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drop a coupe.